Section 20 of The Artist, or Young Ladies' Instructor in Ornamental Painting, Drawing, etc., by B. F. Gandhi. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Oriental Tinting, Lesson 5 Well, Ellen, have you found as much trouble with the fruit as you expected? Upon the whole, I think not. I have painted every fruit separately three or four times. The grapes I had occasion to practice most, and I fear they still look heavy. But you shall give me your opinion, if you please. Shall it be my genuine opinion, Ellen? Oh, certainly, Charlotte. I promise not to express vexation, even if you pronounce it a failure. Very good. Then I tell you without reserve, I consider the effect of the whole much too gaudy. Look at it all together, and compare it with the copy. Does it not entirely kill it by its violent contrasts? The peach, for instance, is yellow, red, and dark grey almost, without any blending of these colours. The plum also is blue and red, instead of purple. The spots representing the seeds of the grapes are decidedly too strong, and the veins of the leaves much darker than necessary. I think these faults have arisen from an effort to avoid a confused appearance of colouring, which I noticed in your last performance, so that you have only to guard against the extremes in future and unite clearness with softness. This group of flowers will require for the hollyhock, carmine shaded with Indian ink, for the larkspur, smalt shaded with intense blue, for the sweet pea, carmine and smalt, for the yellow roses, number two chrome yellow shaded with Indian ink and lake. For the white rose, neutral tint and carmine. The colors must in general be used in a more liquid state for flowers than for fruit, except in those instances in which it is intended to represent any very downy surface, such as the heart's ease, dahlia, lily, etc., for which the colours should be used tolerably dry, as in painting fruit. After I have rubbed the carmine in water, I mix a brush or two full of hartshorn with it to improve the tint, particularly for roses, which it does by neutralising the effect of yellow that is found a little in all carmine. If a slight tint of indigo be put towards the tips of the smaller petals of the flower, it will produce a very natural and pleasing effect. The yellow roses I tint all over with pale yellow at first, and then shade them with a darker tint, and at last with a little Indian ink mixed with it. The forget-me-not is tinted with the cobalt and shaded with intense blue. The upper petals of the heart's ease I paint with the carmine and smalt mixed together, unless I wish a particularly brilliant effect in which case I put the carmine on first, and shade over that with smalt. The lower petals are done with number one and two yellows. The lily has pale yellow put towards the lower part of each petal, and is shaded with neutral tint, which produces the greenish hue natural to the shades of this flower. Try your skill in copying a group of flowers, Ellen, and then we must have a little conversation about turning this art to account. Thank you, Charlotte. I am very much pleased to see that flowers can be done so easily and so well in this style. 
I had been thinking that from the soft and velvet-like appearance the brush seemed always to produce, it might be only adapted for fruit and butterflies. But I perceive by proper management it does for flowers admirably. When I succeed with these, shall I be able to attempt birds? I have seen such splendid specimens of birds lately, that I should be truly delighted if I can accomplish the copying of them. Certainly, it is exceedingly well adapted for birds, representing the beautiful roundness of figure and plumage to perfection. In these, as well as butterflies, you will have occasion to introduce the bronzes, to obtain a sufficiently brilliant effect, and for this purpose a thin gum water must be used instead of water alone. I suppose that is to make it shine? No, it is rather to make the bronzes adhere to the paper, for if applied with water alone they would brush off when dry. If your brushes get clogged with the colours or bronzes, you must wash them with soap and water, by dipping the brushes in cold water and working them on a piece of yellow soap, then rub them on a towel, after which dip them in water alone. Repeat this until they are quite clean. I have done a group of flowers, Charlotte, and shall be happy to hear your opinion of it. I am much pleased with it indeed. The cabbage rose is the only flower I consider defective. You have evidently used the carmine in too dry a state, and the result is that a much more solid effect is given than naturally belongs to that flower. By using this colour with more liquid in future, the thin transparent effect will be obtained which I before recommended. Do you perceive my meaning, Ellen? I think if we were not well acquainted with the flower, this painting would convey to the mind the idea that the petals were composed of a much thicker material than naturally belongs to them. I perceive it immediately now you have pointed it out, but it did not appear before. Perhaps I look with too great a fondness upon my own work. However, I am glad you approve of the rest of the drawing. I shall practice a few roses and endeavour to correct this fault. By which means you will command success. Always adopt the determination to persevere, and you will certainly overcome mountains of difficulty. You may show this drawing to your mamma, whom I hear approaching. Ellen, I am anxious to know if you have accomplished the oriental tinting yet, as I wish you to make a present to a young friend, who, being fond of gay colours, will be delighted with something done in this manner. I have just finished a group of flowers, mamma, and wish to have your opinion of it. I have also done a butterfly and some fruit. We were desirous to see you, that we might consult together how to turn this new acquisition to account. It certainly is a decidedly pretty art. Indeed, the gradual shades and tints are beautiful and please the eye very much. The only objection I see is a little more precision, amounting to formality, in every part than I think consistent with nature. What do you say, Charlotte? Do you not think that easy negligence, so graceful in nature, is wanting here? Undoubtedly, my dear aunt, it is, but I think that must in great part be attributed to Ellen's want of command and freedom, which can only be attained by continued practice. Great allowance should be made, considering this, and I hope in a short time Ellen will perceive it also, and endeavour to avoid it. Very true. Then I shall reserve my remarks until I can exercise them upon some of Ellen's more advanced performances. I am quite satisfied it will be highly acceptable to the young friend I spoke of, whose birthday is next week, 
and I shall therefore be glad if Ellen will ornament a pair of screens for her, with all possible speed, as they must be given on that day, unless you think of something that will be more acceptable. Screens are always useful, and can be done in as little time as anything. I should therefore recommend them. But when they are done, Ellen will be happy to do something for you, if you will mention what you particularly wish, as she intends to be very busy with a view to make herself a proficient in the art. I shall be much pleased if she will ornament me four cardboard flower stands for the pier tables, and a pair of match cups for the chimney piece, and after that anything she herself may think of, or you can recommend her. As many of her young friends have frequently requested contributions to their scrapbooks, Ellen can now furnish them at little cost or trouble with as many as they wish, and for the purpose of presents to her friends she can make up a great variety. Such as I have enumerated before will do equally for this art, card racks, baskets, screens, portfolios, blotting paper books, etc., and as the painting can be done on the white wood to be afterwards varnished, all the variety of articles made in that material may be ornamented in this manner. Or common boxes can be covered with paper or bristol board and ornamented with the oriental tinting. But I shall be able to procure copies for so great a variety of subjects as you have enumerated? Generally you may hire them at the fancy shops in this style, or very pretty subjects in the usual style of watercolour painting, from which you may copy in this manner, or you may take a sketch from nature and colour it yourself. I shall set about making a variety of things immediately, and shall then request you kindly to explain to me the next art you are mentioning, the mezzotinting. I shall be very happy to do so whenever you are ready to receive my assistance. I don't think I am at all acquainted with the art you are now speaking of, what is it charlotte a style of drawing called mezzo tinting because it has some resemblance to the engravings which bear the same name it is done on the same principle as oriental tinting but from the nature of the material used powdered black lead it can be applied to those subjects which cannot so well be executed with the colours used for the former oriental tinting is most suited to those subjects which have naturally a great brilliancy of colouring, such as fruit, flowers, birds, and butterflies, while the mezzo-tinting is much better adapted to such as require less attention to the effect of colouring, but need the most minute care to produce the effects of light and shade, feeling and expression, such as moonlight and twilight scenes in landscape, and subjects appropriate for sculpture in figures. Different brushes are also used, to admit of a finer touch than those used for oriental tinting. You will readily conjecture, from what I have stated, that this art is not quite so easy as the former. Any little deviations from the correct outline, or any irregularity in the shading, will be more easily detected than in the oriental tinting, upon which it is, in fact, a considerable refinement, and must engage all the attention the student can command. I think I entertain very little objection to Ellen's practicing this art. On the contrary, I perceive it must lead to improvement. When she has done something in this way, I shall be quite anxious to see it. But I agree with you, Charlotte, that it will be desirable to go on with what she has just acquired before this is commenced. 
i must therefore request that the following month be devoted to her recent attainments and then if you think proper she may commence the mezzotinting ellen will i am sure see the propriety of doing so and will readily acquiesce in the arrangement in the meantime i shall be happy to render my assistance by advice or information in the application of the work i have with me two subjects done in this style the landscape is a moonlight scene from a painting by cope and the other a study from guido illustrating the passage in the holy writ i know that my redeemer liveth both truly beautiful particularly the last if ellen can accomplish anything like these i shall be pleased indeed after the commendation you have bestowed upon the art i shall be sorry to lose the opportunity of learning it i shall of course wait willingly the time specified only i hope nothing will arise to deprive us of charlotte's company before that time do you not think mamma some occurrence which we are not at present aware of may happen to hasten her departure i think you need not entertain any fears about that ellen the way in which you have expressed yourself conveys something so like a selfish allusion that i really hope you will explain your meaning so as to show that your words admit of a better construction oh dear mamma i am sure i shall be exceedingly grieved when the time for charlotte's departure from us arrives quite independently of the pleasure i shall lose in being deprived of her kind instructions i hope cousin charlotte you do not think me capable of such a feeling of indifference as to express a wish for your society merely that i may reap the benefit of your knowledge not for a moment my dear ellen how many paintings have you done ellen since our last meeting and have you made them up into fancy things you shall see dear charlotte first here are the four groups for mamma's flower stands which i want your kind assistance to help me to make up the screens for a present which mamma wished me to paint i mounted on embossed boards and sent them off just in time these two small groups of fruit i intend for the match cups and these also i must ask you how to make up you have practised this art so successfully that i shall willingly teach you the mezzotint and shall be happy to commence to-morrow if agreeable the method of making up the flower stands and match cups and many other little things i propose to explain to you after you have finished studying the mezzotint and inlaying End of section twenty.